1: Back to another episode of Where Are the Webs, aka Keeping Up with the Webs, the Webs Worldwide, the Worldwide Webs, aka your favorite auntie and uncle, king and queen of the three-day weekend. Happy we, New year We Merry back. Merry Christmas.
0: Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Merry Kwanzaa. Happy
1: Kwanzaa. Passover. Whatever. What other holidays have we missed? Was it? I don't know how I don't think, when is Passover. I, I don't want to disrespect nobody's stuff. Right? It no, it ain't. It is. is it? Mm. I don't know. Don't disrespect. Read don't disrespect people' holidays like that. <laughs> anyway, man, welcome back. Uh, we are live on Hello. a Sunday. We going We live on Facebook right now. We are going in. We recording the podcast. It's been a while. We back. We back with some new, renewed 2020 enthusiasm. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I looked at our dog and it it crapped me
1: up. Fuck that dog.
0: Don't do that. Don't do that. Coming in the (laughs) podcast hot with F-bombs.
1: Sorry, but...
0: Welcome. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for waiting for us. We got to start off with the attitude of gratitude. Gratitude with an attitude.
1: As always, we don't do anything without gratitude. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to do this. Thank you to those who continue to listen. Thank you for those who continue to support everything that we do. Thank you to um, our friends, family. Thank you to everybody, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what we've done so far. Thank you for what we're going to do in the future. Thank you.
0: Thank y'all for coming out, supporting us, for uh, following along with the videos and all that stuff that we posted through the holidays. Um, our trip to Charleston, all that good stuff. Y'all been tracking with us, y'all been following along, and we appreciate it. So, yep. if you don't know where you can see our wonderful faces, not just catch the audio, we are on the Facebook at Where the Webs, Where the Webs on Facebook. We are also at Where the Webs on the Instagram, Where the Webs, put it all together. Where the Webs on Instagram. And Food Show, Shells and Shells and, and drums. drums,
1: coming back. Shells and Drums, coming back. <laughs> Coming back hard with the shells and drums, the wings and the tacos. We back. Um,
0: we're gonna have full episodes 2020
1: full and bigger, better episodes of shells and drums coming in uh 2020. All right, also don't forget, follow us on our individual pages. I, wasn't I um, was gonna I get had, in there,
0: you go. know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do, do, do it. it. All right, you're so excited. So, our individual pages I am at Psyching Out Loud PSYCHING out loud on Instagram. You can find my business page, mindful living counseling, mindful living counseling, LLC on the Facebook and the Instagram. You can find me doing yogi things at phenomenal yoga, P H E N O M E N A L yoga on the Instagram. My Snapchat is love therapy, L-U-V-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, And you are.
1: Once again, I am Marcus Webb on everything. Marcus Webb on Facebook, Marcus Webb 1984 on Instagram. Uh, Marcus Webb 84 on Snapchat. Follow me on all of those. They each one get a little different. My, you know, you never know what you might get on the Snapchat. The Snapchat's for the, you know, the kind the, the the content I can't put everywhere else. You you're going <laughs> to get the the professional content on uh, Instagram probably a little bit more polished than you know my Facebook you might get some inspiration some you know a little bit of everything so make sure you follow me on all platforms that's uh, Marcus Webb on everything and also don't forget we do have an email if you like to email us anything yes. uh, suggestions feedback comments you can email us at where are the webs num- the number one at gmail.com that's where are the webs number one at gmail.com. Email us with all of your comments, suggestions, feedback, um, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we we looking forward to it. Hit the inbox.
0: Now for a little shameless self-promotion.
1: Get into it. <laughs> little plugs. I mean shit, it is our show.
0: It's our show. It's
1: our show. If you don't promote yourself, who will?
0: So coming this Saturday, this Saturday, January eighteenth. At Toast of Augusta, yours truly, Mrs. Webb, will be hosting a yoga and mimosa brunch for the low, low price of $35.
1: $35. Make sure you are clear. This one is only $35. (laughs) I know some of you may have seen some of the flyers had uh, a different price on there. That was, don't worry about it. It's $35. This one is $35 for an individual.
0: It's $35.
1: What do they get for their $35? It's
0: $35. For your hour of yoga, for your brunch, and for your mimosas. 35 What a deal.
1: Hell yeah.
0: You get brunch.
1: You being nice about it. I was about to turn this shit into uh, <laughs> WWF. We about to be listening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Look. $35. Uh, all right. Hey. Come hey, out. The let me the do it. Thing. Let me do it. The okay. Eventbrite link can be found um, on Facebook. It's in our Where the Webs if you see us on Instagram, the Eventbrite link is in my bio. It's in my description. Wherever you see the flyer posted, the link is right there. Please buy, ticket. buy your tickets in advance, in advance to secure your spot. Okay? Saturday, 9 a.m., be there. I will have another event February 8th. That is the Couples Yoga Brunch and Mimosa. And that's $50 for, for a, a couple. couple. Fifty dollars.
1: Two people, fifty dollars. You get a meal, you get some yoga, you get a mimosa.
0: And y'all get to, you know.
1: I'm calling it come get stretched out before you get stretched out. It's the pre Valentine's stretch. <laughs> get loose and limber before <laughs> you go you get into your Valentine's activity. We know what you do on Valentine's Day, so you know, just make sure your body ready. And that for all that, that you know does mean get, uh, Mr. Webb.
0: Is going to be my partner for the partner yoga. So Mr. Webb's gonna have to hit the mat with me.
1: I'm finna stretch it out. Wait a minute. Yup, exactly what I said.
0: All right. Um, and you guys may have missed, some of you may have missed Mr. Webb had an event.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of y'all missed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was right after New Year's. It was kind of a it was ah. like January 3rd, that Friday. Um, but nah, he's it, looking forward to hosting future events. We're planning on doing some couples thing. We don't have anything in the books that we want to talk about yet. But it's coming. It's in the works. Book
1: me to host your party, man. I'm telling you, it's I'll turn it up. Look, I will get one (laughs) of my Mr.
0: Webb for a walkthrough.
1: Hey, book me. (laughs) Telling you, you get me, I'll bring one of my DJ friends. I'm gonna be on the mic. They're gonna be spinning the tunes. And we're gonna crank it up. I promise you, I'll get your party hype. It don't matter if they young or old. You, I get your hype. I'm a, that ain't no problem. We going we gonna, to <laughs> get you. We hype. We going to get you hype. So, yeah, just give me a couple drinks and give me a microphone, and we'll crank your party up. So, I'm telling you, y'all should book me. Right, you should just book me to host your party, all right? Yeah. So.
0: so, additional plug, shout out.
1: Shout out to the homie, Jimmy Howard. Uh, He has released his 2020 generational wealth planner. For those of you who are serious about your finances, getting uh, yeah, your finances in order and building wealth for those future generations, it's not about just you. You want to build something. You want to create something that you know your, your kids' kids may be able to eat off of. Then you, know, you may want to check out my boy Jimmy Howard. He, has, um, he does Generational Wealth Wednesdays every week. So follow my advisor, Jimmy Howard. That's J-I-M-M-I-E, Howard. My advisor, his, Jimmy Howard. His,
0: his name is my financial advisor. My
1: financial advisor, that's Jimmy name, Howard. Yes, yes, that's the name of the business.
0: Um, this is on Amazon. The financial planner. We, I have it right here in my hand. For those of you who are not streaming live and who are listening to me audio, you can go on Amazon and look up Jimmy Howard, J I M M I E Howard, or type in generational wealth planner, and you'll see it. Low low price, fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. What a steal.
1: Shop with my boy Jimmy. So All
0: inside, right. you, I mean, you will find like plans for your month, plans for your like your goals, or your strategies, um, laying everything out in a way that's accessible, easy to understand and look at and something you and your spouse can work with. So Mr. Webb and I are right here.
1: We're we about to dive in.
0: Yeah, we're ready to take advantage of this for 2020. Get our finances in order, you know, trying to get that 800 credit scope.
1: Shout out to all our other people. Uh, real soon, we going back in with our photographer, Marcy Renee Photography.com. Don't forget, check out Marcy Renee Photography.com. All right. That's our, if you like our photos, all the photos you see of us, if you don't, if you can tell it wasn't one of us taking it, it was probably Marcy. All those nice, polished, um, professional photos you see of us you see that was, watermark it was marcy renee photography so make sure you check out marcy renee photography we really appreciate it
0: all right so
1: what are we getting into first
0: topics so because
1: <laughs> it's been a while
0: because it's been a while we still need to do our 2019 year review our time, recap
1: time to wrap up 2019 and put a bow on it.
0: Because we done slid in 2020 and 2020 is um
1: it's showing a,
0: showing itself.
1: It's already, already. off tour. <laughs>
0: it's it's
1: it's about to like 2020 gonna be 2020, Buckle up. Yeah, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> it's already off. You thought and it was gonna running. be new?
0: It's that same old boot.
1: No, nah, <laughs> so, I mean, but um in a good way, like you out 2019 was the learning experience. Now 20 2020 is where you need to apply. What you learn from 2019. All that all that shit you went through, all that hard times, all the tears you cried, you need to take all that and then apply it in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be going through the same shit. You should or you shouldn't be handling okay, the same shit might come up, but you should not be handling it the same way.
0: There are patterns. There are patterns in your life. Yeah. And there are things that you repeat get themselves. Better. Right. There are things if that if you don't them-
1: learn the lesson, motherfucker, it's gonna repeat itself.
0: Yes. There are things that repeat themselves until you learn. So the the metaphor, I think I gave it before, but maybe not. It's like those concentric circles, it's supposed to get smaller and smaller. The time lapse between you encountering the same situation and being able to resolve the same situation is supposed to get smaller, not True. bigger. Don't make the same Try not to make the same you mistakes not. or you at should. least recover quickly. Yes. When you catch yourself,
1: you should be able to recognize that what that situation is and be like, OK, I've been here before. I know how to handle this. I know what to do with this. So, you know, we, we're doing we're trying to do better in uh, 2020.
0: But we digress
1: anyway. Wrapping
0: yep. up 2019.
1: twenty nineteen. So, of course, you know what we do. We we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about a lot of different we, we give reviews. We cover everything. A lot of people always ask, like, what do y'all talk about? Shit, we talk about whatever we want to talk about, right? (laughs) So we talk about movies, TV shows, music. So we wanted to do like a final little wrap-up of 2019 and talk about some of our favorite things from
0: 2019. Mm -hmm. Starting with um, our favorite concert or festival from 2019. So my selection was Something in the Water.
1: That was your number one favorite.
0: My favorite was for Something in the Water to have been an inaugural festival. First year. First year. Um, first of all, it was held on Virginia Beach, which was dope. Um, I mean, you have plenty of space. So all them people who want to crowd up can crowd up. And then I can stay in the backpack sure, back backpack because I'm five feet the, tall and I get scared.
1: Sitting in the sand.
0: I can get trampled easily. So... For them to have pulled it together the way they did, the lineup was incredible. Yeah, the special guests were dope. Jay Z showed up. Yeah. Didn't Diddy
1: show up? I think Jay Z, Puff Daddy. That like, fucking Saturday it was, Night Show, Look, bro, It that, was
0: wild, wild.
1: And the thing about it, bro, we you forget we missed the they missed the whole day. Yeah, the first Friday. Day,
0: Friday was completely the removed first day because of the it
1: weather. Got, it got rained out. Yeah. So you going uh, some, something, something in the water? Something
0: in the water for it for it to have been inaugural. They had to figure out the traffic and parking and like you know Uber and Lyft situation. And I think they've made some changes for this year. They made some big changes. But other than that, a plus work.
1: And it was I, just, I was pleased. It was very interesting. It was it was on the beach. So. Uh I would also say Something in the Water was one of my favorite concerts and festivals. Y'all know we love we love concerts, we love music festivals. Something in the water, I would say 1A, one music fest, one B for me. So those would be my top two. Something in the Water again, just a great lineup, great uh people like legends. I saw Teddy Riley, Missy, Timberland, and it was no, just
0: no Charlie Wilson.
1: Charlie Wilson put on a hell of hey. a show. Charlie Wilson Um,
0: out here giving y'all a run for the money.
1: Yeah, that was definitely a great show. And just the pride. I'm not from Virginia, but it was great to see all those people just having pride in the state of Virginia. So Something in the Water was great. Even Again, just being on the beach and they brought out those big inflatable things. Yeah. That that was crazy. What about One Music Fest? One Music Fest is, I think every year One Music Fest will probably be at the top of my list. One Music Fest is like homecoming to me. It, mm-hmm. it really feels like a college homecoming, a city homecoming. Atlanta homecoming. It, Atlanta, it's Atlanta homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I We've been going to One Music Fest, what now, three, four years in mm-hmm. a row? I can't remember a time where I did not see, a. a I don't know, I always see people I know. It's always a reunion at One Music Fest. I'm going to see people from my hometown. I'm going to see people I went to college with. I'm going to see people I, maybe I knew from, you know, Macon, Statesboro. It just feels like a reunion. So that's why I'm always, I always love uh, One Music Fest. And there's always that one big set where you're going to bring out all the special guests.
0: Ursha came out.
1: It's, it was so many people. I can't even it name was. them. It was. Like that uh, KP the Great set. Because they didn't out bring everybody. out, I'm trying Pharrell to think of Saturday, was at One Sunday Music Night? Fest.
0: He was. He was. Didn't they bring out, was it Trey Songs
1: came Trey out? Trey Songs was there. They may have brought out uh, um, Young Drove. I don't
0: know, but that 3-6 Mafia set, nah, that was good.
1: God. That whole, yeah, the whole.
0: DMX. DM- DMX.
1: DMX.
0: Did his thing.
1: Raphael Sadiq was so at One good. Music Fest. We got to see him solo. Uh, Summer Walker, before she got crazy. Don't do um, that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Summer Walker when she was still on medication. Shut up. She was was fine then. I don't know. Ari Lennox was there. So, great time at One Music Fest. All right. So, what's next? What's our next favorite thing from 2019? All right.
0: I said I had like a four way tie, like whatever.
1: Four way tie. I
0: had a. So, coming in strong at the very end of the year is that Sunday service. That Sunday service album, I put it under reviews separately because we just need to talk about it.
1: I feel like we we didn't talk about that already? No,
0: because it happened on Christmas and we didn't we record We haven't
1: recorded since then? Right. I feel like we have, but. <laughs> we okay. have not. We
0: talked about it with each other.
1: Okay, cool. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, on the show.
0: We spread the gospel to other people. Yeah. <laughs> Literally spread the gospel. Um, Ari Lennox came out last year, Shea Butter Baby.
1: That was a good. Megan
0: one. Thee Stallion dropped Fever. Um, Rhapsody dropped her album, Eve. Um, who else did I want to say? The Ladies. The Ladies came in with a strong year. Also, Beyonce Homecoming.
1: Y'all calling it an album? Okay. It, it was, and it was... It was, like, I, I like it.
0: Anyway. It's cool. Docu, Docu, musical documentary album. Yeah. Yes, okay. all in one. All right, so you said...
1: My favorite albums, of course, I, I agree, on the uh, Sunday Service Choir coming in strong right at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites. Well, I I guess I'll leave all my, what I have to say about it for the review. But definitely one of the better albums of 2019. One that I will listen to over and over again. And then my other favorites, my personal favorites, was uh, The Game with his album and the Big Kreet album. Both of those very strong, like grown man rap music, not this new... Um, hip
0: hop, is that
1: what you go going to say? <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. I'm, I'm the old dude. But like, I'm... If you like real rap, like regular rap, not the melody, nothing against the, the Young Thugs, the Futures, the Juice Worlds, YNW, NBAs, all them people, nothing against them. But I just still like regular rap music. So I like the game. And I like Big Crit. Those are my two favorite albums. I'm
0: surprised you did not say the Rick Ross.
1: Rick Ross is up there too. Because you is up really there too. enjoy that Rick Ross. But it's like it's probably like three or four songs from oh, okay. on the Rick Ross album that I really like. The Game and um, Big Crit. I pretty much just let them play all the way through. I
0: do want to give an honorable mention to the Wale.
1: Wale. Is I want to give an honorable
0: Wale. mention to.
1: The Wally. Here's the thing about music, man. It's so much. And there's no way we could ever say, like, I don't I can't say I listen to enough. I don't have enough time to listen to everything that comes out. So I can't really say, again, these are just my personal favorites. It's music now just, it seems like it's so much. So And it comes out yeah. so fast.
0: Because I think, I'm trying to remember if Solange's album came out last year. I think she I think dropped her album when I get home, before she started touring, because she went she went on the out. festival circuit. I'm pretty sure Solange came So, again, out. the ladies had a great year. Um, also, shout out to Summer Walker. She dropped her album last year. So, yeah, there's a ton of music. All right, TV show.
1: Uh, another thing I probably don't have a, a lot of time for, but I did make some time for some. Uh, what my favorite so again, I'm a fan of of comedy. I like the you know, I need stuff that's gonna make me laugh. So, Sherman's Showcase on IFC was my favorite TV show all of 2019. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Maybe it's on your own demand, find it somewhere. Uh, YouTube some of the clips. Sherman's Showcase, uh, it was a good year for comedy, sketch comedy, Mm -hmm. and uh, they did a very unique setup. It was kind of set up like a like Soul Train, American Bandstand, yeah. or something, but they still had um, sketches. And also said Southside. And mm-hmm. it's also uh, it's kind of a coincidence that the same people created both of those shows. Mm-hmm. So Sherman Showcase and Southside on Comedy Central, my two favorite shows of 2019.
0: So I, I think I just decided just now, call it Audible, all right? So... I'm gonna divide up my favorite shows between, like, dr- more dramatic, I guess, and then more comedic.
1: Okay. Um, so what was your favorite show of
0: 2019? So, let me see. We had I wrote down The Watchmen. Even though I haven't finished season one, I got like two episodes left, and I'm so ready.
1: Shout out to The Watchmen for being filmed in the state of Georgia.
0: Yes. Let me tell you that a whole scene came on, and I was like, "That's Macon, bro! You can't, you can't fool me. I know downtown Macon when I see it." Um, but it was filmed throughout the state of Georgia. Yep. It was filmed in Griffin. It was filmed in Macon. Was it Millis? I don't There's know. It was. It was places. like all over Georgia. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Regina Hall for kicking ass. Yeah. So Watchmen, the boys, the boys is kind of comedic, but it's dark.
1: Very dark. Very very
0: dark. <laughs> Um, Don't let your children watch that It, it is it, not, even
1: though it, even though it has some superheroes. It no, it's, that's no. not for your kids.
0: That is not. That is that is eighteen. Like this is grown stuff. But again, I didn't read the source material, and I know it deviated from the source material. Somewhat. But the twists, the turns, the character development. I appreciate the boys so so much, and I'm looking forward to. It said it was going to come out mid mid year. Season, Season 2, two. Um, That's the thing about shows They always take forever But then on the comedic side I want to say uh, Black Lady Sketch Show Shout out to Black Lady Sketch Show And being renewed for another year Shout out to Sherman Showcase Again super hilarious show And uh, The New Negroes On Comedy Central
1: Yep, Astronomy Club on Netflix It's a good. good 2019 was a good year To, to be, be black, black and, and funny, funny.
0: Yep. All right. So. What's next? Um, Documentary or special? So I'm going to go with the Gerard Carmichael. That,
1: uh, that yeah. That was. It wasn't comedy at all. No, no, no.
0: But I, I appreciated it. I appreciate it for what it was and the conversations that it brought up around. I mean, so many different things. You know, of course, people were talking about his sexuality and stuff like that. But then it was going deeper into um, being a black man, being a black woman, um, parents, divorce, stuff like that, like trauma in the community. And I mean, so many different things, religion and mental health. And (laughs) like all kinds, it stirred up so many conversations that were important and needed to be had. And it was nice to see it displayed. So shout out to him. So that was my pick of the year, and yours was.
1: It was a lot of good um, documentaries, specials. That's something that will hold my attention. Um, but if I had to pick one, I did really like that Teddy Pendergrass special, the the Teddy Pendergrass documentary. That was a good one. It's it was so many Gerard Carmichael. We even really, to be honest, survived R. Kelly. It was. Oh. You hate the subject. Content. Yeah, yeah. Like you can hate all that, but the It was well It was well put together. Yeah. It, the creation of it, it it was good. So you you can't deny that it, it it was great to watch.
0: It was necessary. Yeah. Um favorite vacation of the year. It's funny because I wrote the first cruise and you wrote the second cruise.
1: Oh. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh took two cruises last year. One end of January, fe- beginning of February twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and then the other one was when like first week of December yes of twenty nineteen. Right after
0: Thanksgiving, immediately after yeah, Thanksgiving. yeah, right after
1: Thanksgiving. So why did you say the first one?
0: The first one I said um probably because of the length of the cruise. It was a seven day. We had four stops. Um, it was the Eastern Caribbean, and it was just. I mean beautiful oceans beaches all the and comparatively comparatively between the first cruise and the second cruise the first cruise there was no i don't know it was a simpler time we were hopeful then it was the, the beginning it was the beginning of 2019 we still Shit. had hope and stars in our eyes like it <laughs> The second cruise, I would say that Jamaican excursion, I mean, Jamaica was everything. That was the one thing that almost tipped the scales. I mean, even out of a four-stop cruise, that one trip to Jamaica. I like
1: the first one. Of course, I I ain't never had a bad time on a cruise ship. So
0: that's... Fortunately.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. A lot of y'all have cruise ship horror stories. I don't have any. I don't have. I always have a good time on a cruise ship. Right. Anytime I'm on a boat, uh, but I think the 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 things we went through in 2019. For those of you who know us, you know. And the second cruise came after a mm-hmm. lot of that. Well, there's still some things that happened mm-hmm. after the cruise. After we came back, that's neither here nor there. But it was just a renewed, just I don't know, just. Um, appreciation right. for life yeah. that I had on that second cruise, and it was just it, it. Not that I I waste moments, but it was just a a lot of things we went through reminded me that you can't waste a moment. So even though that um, second cruise was shorter. To me, it was just to be Jamaica was awesome. Right. Cayman, even though we had been there before, we went, I went to a whole other part of the island I had never right. been to before and it came in the <laughs> Cayman. You know what I'm saying? And it was just so so beautiful, so peaceful. The weather was great, and just just that appreciation again for life. Just celebrating on the cruise ship. I do have to say this for the cruise, the two cruises, the people on, on the, the second, second one. Way, was went a better. lot better. I don't know what it is <laughs> about the time of the year or the length, but the yeah. the crowd had the, more the fun fellow, on the ship. The yes, second time, it was a more fun group. Like the first cruise we went to, I don't think I think we went to the comedy club a couple times. Yeah, but that second cruise, it was a party every night. It was yeah. a real party kind of crowd. Right on that uh, second cruise, so. I'm going to go second cruise, favorite vacation.
0: You may have I was been. also going to say
1: <laughs> uh, number, my second favorite probably would be something in the water. I consider that like a vacation because it was music festival and beach all in one.
0: Um, all right. Let me see. Last topic is best food finds. Um, so this is a hard one to do because we go so many places. We eat all the foods. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the places we ordered food from in San Antonio. Yeah. Of uh, starting with Columns at a Girl, mm-hmm. that was fantastic.
1: Great chicken wings. They
0: had fantastic chicken wings, and then I had the pimento cheese. It was a bologna pimento cheese grilled mm-hmm. sandwich. It was so good. It sounds janky. It was so good. Um, so I want to give a shout out to them and the taqueria that I ordered tacos from Yo. called the Audible Last Minute Before We Got On the Plane. If
1: y'all have not seen it, like I think it's I don't know where it is, but go back. Go what, when was this? It was around like November. Not November.
0: It's on our YouTube channel. Make yeah. sure you follow Where the Web's yeah, on YouTube. Go,
1: go follow our go find our YouTube. Watch, watch how we smash them tacos <laughs> in the hotel lobby. Also, in San shout Antonio. out to True.
0: True by Hilton yo, San Antonio. Yo, they, they been, um, I won their photo contest. I got them Hilton Honors points. So shout out to them. They um, still
1: they still support us. Shout out to True San Antonio. If you're looking for a place to stay, look for a True. It's a new kind of hotel concept that they have, but it's uh it's made for the the millennials.
0: I also want to say, sing it or wing it. Even though we didn't get to eat the food. I just appreciated the place.
1: A place that the food looked good. Karaoke. It seemed like it was
0: really good food. We didn't get to eat any there, but um, yeah, karaoke, wings, you can't go wrong. No. Um, Your picks.
1: I would say so, food finds. I want to shout out to the places that are maybe not as well known, a little off the beaten path. So, my food finds in one of our favorite places, Mm -hmm. um, Savannah, Georgia. Y'all know we love Savannah. So I got to give a shout out to Tricks Barbecue, also Bobo's Seafood. Yay! Two of our favorite places. If you are in Savannah, get out. You know, if you're looking for something off River Street, go see if you can find some Tricks Barbecue. Pull up, get you a slab. They'll chop it up for you. Get you a slab of ribs. Go to Bobo's. Get you a tray of seafood. Uh, it's all good. It's I promise. I promise Fantastic. you, you won't be disappointed. So those are my two off-the-beat finds. And then Charleston, shout-out to Hannibal's. Yeah. Um, Low-key seafood, low seafood, soul food spot. Who The seafood rice. Who knew you could take just white rice, <laughs> some onions, <laughs> some peppers, and some seafood? I'm talking about regular white rice. Throw it all together, and it come out tasting like one of the best things you ever had in your life. So... Shout out to Hannibal's uh in, in Charleston. Also, uh Nana's Nana Seafood in Charleston. That was great. Rodney Scott's. Oh, we Scott's did
0: bar- have, oh yeah. Rodney
1: Scott's barbecue. That was so at many New food Year's. places.
0: That was at um, New Year's. We had both of
1: those. One thing, I mean, there were a lot of lows in 2019, but highs like food. We and I met some. I'm a food groupie. Y'all, if y'all don't don't know already, I met two of my food heroes, yes. Mashama Bailey and Rodney Scott. In 2019. So, was, now, Rodney no, Rodney Scott was actually 2020. like 2020. Rodney Scott was like New Year's Day. Yep. But the trip to Charleston was so for good. New Year's. So, I met Mashama Bailey and Rodney Scott. I got a couple more on my list. Maybe like meet Sonny Anderson or somebody. And uh, there's a few more. But yeah, those are our food finds. For- so, that's
0: our wrap up from 2019. Finally. All right, we're so, going to take a break and come back with yes. our re- few more topics, reviews, and all that good stuff. Yes.
1: Listen to this Anchor ad right now. <laughs> and we're back.
0: Here we are.
1: So we r- just wrapped up 2019. What we got next? We got to talk about some new things that are couple, happening.
0: Just a couple things y'all real been, quick. Y'all
1: been acting up since <laughs> already in the year 2020. We only 12 days in. Bruh. Y'all you already know what? Starting January
0: up. is really moving. Like, Ooh. last year, January was so slow. But right now, January is just running away with this.
1: The world is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: you know, prayers and everything go out to Australia.
1: And Puerto Rico.
0: I, I was going to say, and Puerto Rico. If y'all don't know... Puerto Rico has been shaken by a series of earthquakes and aftershocks. Um, The aftershocks have been as high as 5.5 themselves. And that was just yesterday, day before, um, that they had the aftershocks. So Puerto Rico needs your help in addition to all the money going to Australia. Don't forget our folks in Puerto Rico.
1: Yeah. I mean, they were already just still recovering from from the hurricane and now you got earthquakes. uh earthquake so definitely you know shout out prayers for Puerto Rico and Australia though the wildfires that have been you know going through Australia have been crazy um there's a lot of uh wildlife in Australia you know what i mean a lot right. of uh diverse wildlife so i hear
0: that arrests have been made
1: in Australia yeah like were they set on purpose some oh shit oh yeah, man, y'all better start listening to them Aboriginal people. They be trying to tell y'all how to do stuff. I don't want to listen to them.
0: Also, um, since the new year kicked off, um, some missiles have been shot back and forth. Some things so, going on.
1: Yeah, a general uh, was killed,
0: and the internet's doing what they do. There were a series of hashtag World War Three memes um, trending throughout the internet, and I saw a lot of people having things to say about, oh, well, this is inappropriate. You shouldn't joke about things like this. There are really people who have to go over there and fight. Um, This affects a lot of people. It's a very serious issue, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw people who were like, this is just my coping mechanism. You got to laugh about things and so on and so forth. So I thought about it. We sent some things back and forth and kind of talked about it. yeah But just in the interest of talking about like joking about a world war, Um, you, like you said before, weren't affiliated in any way with like military type stuff. And my family, you know, there were people in my family who have served. Um, So this is a very serious thing. Like I had family members who served during some peak war times and it's scary. It really is frightening because you can't, just pick up the phone and talk to them any old time, you know? You can't hear from them, just open communication whenever you want. So, I get where people are like, it's not funny. Like, I actually have someone over there that I have to be worried about. Like, literal boots on the ground.
1: I mean, listen, here's the thing. Yes, is it serious? Very serious. War is very serious. There's always a chance. There's always a threat, a pendulum, you know, that we can... You can go to war for the last shit since 2001. We've been living under the chance that we could go to war in any moment. There's just been times where it wasn't as heightened as others. It's very serious. I never want to downplay. I never, I always appreciate those who put their life on the line, those in the military. Again, appreciate your service.
0: Because hell, we um, did.
1: Friends, family, whoever, I don't even have to know you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. Appreciate you. But again, you can't stop people from laughing and dealing with it how that how they choose to deal with it. So even in this time of you know high tension, so you are gonna tell me I can't laugh? Well, so I don't think is it's not that people don't take it serious, but why can't I you know why can't I laugh a little bit at it? You know. So this is how people make humor is how people get through things. So you can't tell people they can't laugh. I'm sorry you got offended. You know what I mean. And people always want to get offended when it hit close to your home. You know yeah. what I'm saying. You didn't. You weren't offended it when it wasn't your family member that was out there. So why get offended now? Laugh. I mean, if laugh. You, if it don't affect anything.
0: But I, I, it's an indip- individual thing. It's so yeah. Let me thing. laugh. Maybe
1: you don't. <laughs> but I'm gonna laugh at these memes.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I looked down. I was like, "Eesh, it's not." I don't know, people. None of them really struck me as funny, um, except for the ones that were like, "Oh, people making jokes," but I'm sitting here with the anxious face, like, "Ha ha ha,"
1: but it's sort of was like me entertaining the the uh, truth.
0: It wasn't fu- like it just wasn't funny to me. Look, it man, wasn't. It just wasn't I appreciate, funny in general.
1: I appreciate all the service members who are out there, you know, risking their lives and really while we debate back and forth whether or not we should be displaying memes, the real conversation needs to be had is what was the, the initial cause of this anyway, and... What's going on now? Yeah. Like, let, right. Let, instead of figuring out who posted memes on Facebook and all uh, that, or Twitter, the, the real, if you really want to have a real conversation, have the conversation about what, what caused all of this in the first place.
0: Or what's happened since.
1: Yeah. Talk about that. But... I don't really, I guess we'll, that's the difference of opinion. I don't have a problem with people posting uh, the memes. But again, I appreciate my service. So we'll get, we'll send uh, prayers for all of those who will be putting their lives on the line to protect the rest of us.
0: You know, send care packages and stuff like that. There are ways you can, if you want to do something actively, that you can send messages and thank yous and all of that. To our folks while they're stationed overseas. So, and that's a year-round thing, not just during the holidays. Um
1: So that's been happening in the world. Then on a on a different note,
0: but not a lighter note. So R. Kelly part two. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Webb did not realize
1: I, I don't know how I missed it.
0: That there was a whole Second part of this R. Kelly docu series. I didn't really see
1: the need for a part too. and
0: airing this year, and it was all the fallout from the documentary and everything that's happened since. Because he has been indicted, he is in jail awaiting trial. Um, charges are being filed, like all of that stuff, and even to this day, as close as this week, um, stuff has been coming out on IGTV. The yeah, girls right. he was with, his girlfriends or captives, whoever, were on the Instagram, like posting stuff and public just public fights. Yeah, having an argument and all, the, all these things. But um, Mr. Webb didn't know this was a thing until last week when we were scrolling through the TV and I was like, oh, there's the part two. Yeah, uh, and it part caught him two? off guard.
1: <laughs> Why did you need a part two? And it was like Surviving R. Kelly, The Reckoning. The Reckoning. I reckon his ass need to stay in jail. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but I, I, I was like, what more I, is there okay, to say? So There's
0: not much else to talk about.
1: I managed to see a couple minutes of this. I really don't need to see any more. This is what happens, though. I mean, these, pe- these young ladies come out, tell their story, and now people have made an effort. Because, you know... You know what's worse than R. Kelly? The people that continue to fucking support R. Kelly. Y'all are the worst. You may be to victim shame and victim that, blame. Um, the there's a fa- difference
0: between support. There, there's supporters and there's people who actively defend and then are attacking, like counterattacking I,
1: these victims. Women. Like, and, and listen, we've heard the stories. And the, the thing is, what really makes me believe all of this is such it's the pattern. It's there's so many similarities. He has a emo he he has a mode. Like he yeah. he, he has a, a way of doing things. So that's that's our our Kelly's mode of operation. Like he but to continue to defend and shame, just because these ladies may have, you know, sent some photos or messages, that does not mean that they discredit their story. So or they're pulling
0: out. People have found like videos or sex, t- and who knows where they got it from. This could become likely. Part of this is coming from inside R. Kelly's team, whoever he has still rooting for him and pulling for him. They're releasing these tapes and videos, which he probably had. He probably made them, and they're putting them out on the internet. Because one girl said they were gonna black. They were trying to blackmail her exactly. to be silent. With the tapes and videos <laughs> she made while she was with him. Which is trash. Like, it's so...
1: Bro. So get re- awful. So, I, I'll be honest with you. At, after the first one, I kind of still was... I wasn't um, defending R. Kelly. I was like, this, this dude's a fucking predator. He's a monster, needs to be locked away. But I at least... Every now and then, I caught myself still listening to the music. I would slip up and I might listen to a song. I did not know. I right. can't even do that anymore. I am so we need to. We gotta erase everything R. Kelly associated with R. Kelly. I can't, man. Like, there's no way. No, he ain't the only one. No, it's yes, there's other people out there.
0: Harvey Weinstein's on trial right now.
1: Yeah. Look, we talking about R. Kelly, but don't be one of the people. But what about? No, R. Kelly need to get his ass to, like, he he got to. He got to go, bro. He continuously. He got to go. Like, he has
0: not stopped.
1: R. Kelly might be death penalty level. Like, even if you don't get the literal death penalty, you need to act like R. Kelly dead. Let's just, let's just say hashtag, keep, not hashtag kill R. Kelly. No, oh, I'm thinking of another one. No, no, whoa. no. R. <laughs> R. P. R. Kelly. R. Kelly's dead. He's gone. Because don't, Here's the thing. Never
0: and they said this on the documentary.
1: Hashtag erase R Kelly. That's what I would do. Good
0: job. Erase Clean R it Kelly. Up. Yes. Um. Here's the thing. You can't listen to his music now because he's still profiting from it. That's what people aren't understanding. They're like, oh, I just want to. I just want to. I listen just want to step in the name like below. a couple more times. No, <laughs> it that goes into his pockets while he's. Sitting in jail. Like, it's still money out there for him. That money's still going somewhere. It's still greasing some palms. I just want to
1: listen. I believe I can fly.
0: No, man. As long as he is not permanently (laughs) locked away, he's just temporarily. This is just until trial. Until he goes, that money is benefiting him directly. So, you are benefiting him.
1: Period. Every play, every spin. Period. he, He getting something off those. And then another thing about the music... And somebody said this in the documentary. Listen to all the R. Kelly songs now. Go back. If you want to, go listen to all. those you, are, you bought the CD. It's already yours. Okay, cool. He can't get any more money off that CD you bought, you know, in 1990-something. Okay. You want to go back and listen to 12 play? Listen to 12 play now and imagine he's talking to a 12-year-old girl. Right. A 13-year-old girl. See right. if you still want to listen to 12 play. Right. One, I go to, well, take you to my room of fun. No. It's gross. No. It's gross. No. It's gross.
0: All right, last topic, and then we're gonna move along. Uh, what's up with Bootsy and these Kappas?
1: So, why did y'all let
0: Bootsy on these internets? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bootsy badass.
1: Bo- Bootsy Kappa ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, this is a lot of people, a lot, this is a very, uh, n- the word I wanna look, what I wanna, what's the word I wanna use? Niche. Topic. A lot of people gonna get this. Some of y'all maybe may not even understand why this is even making the news.
0: Why is this problematic? Listen, <laughs> what did he do?
1: So uh let's said. let me give you the background. So uh uh Lil Boosie, Boosie Badass, is a rapper uh, from Louisiana. He's so an old-ass rapper, he's been around for a while, but he decided to attend the Atlanta Hawks game. The Atlanta Hawks are playing the Houston Rockets. And he wore a sweatshirt with the letters K-A-Psi. Kappa Alpha Psi is a, uh, a historic Black Greek fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's very... Boosie Bus- Bus- <laughs> is, <not> <laughs> is not a member. He's so not he, a member of no decided, fraternity. He decided to wear the letters of this fraternity and to a game like i mean out in public like on and and he posted it on instagram like posted the photo on instagram Mm -hmm. just wearing this sweatshirt so there's a lot of things (laughs) i want to say here as a member of a uh greek organization both of us are um i feel like this it was funny it was I, I found it very fucking funny. <laughs> it, it, it's not just because it was another organization, not mine. I just found it funny in general. There's a lot of things that we can learn from this. There's a teach. There's some teaching moments in here. First of all, those of us who are in Greek organizations, you got to take this time. There's a little boost right now in your family, in your nearby, to educate them on why that was not appropriate, right? There's a lot that goes into a lot of people do a lot of things. There's, you know, a process to become a part of these organizations. A lot of people have sacrificed a lot to become part of these organizations. So they feel a certain type of way when somebody who has not done that is able to just wear their letters, all right? So mm-hmm. use this to educate because a lot of people on the outside looking in at the Greek letter organizations, they do see it as it's just some fun, fun. It's a club. y'all. I see y'all dancing, strolling, stepping, doing your thing. So they see it as just fun, but there's a lot more that goes into it. You got to educate them on what you do, your community service and all your outreach that you do so that they understand that it's bigger than that. Other thing is, this tells me that Boosie has nobody around him. Clearly. I told <laughs> you. You can't have you. You must be surrounded by yes men. There was nobody around you that was like,
0: yeah, "You sure you want to do that?" Bootsie. And then, then at first he doubled down. And he like, "I wear whatever I want to wear." Then he said, "Okay, I'm gonna stop wearing it, but I see y'all strolling to my music, to my songs, so I'll stop wearing it if y'all teach me how to do the shimmy, which is one of their signature moves. Like most of these organizations have." a signature yeah. move.
1: And apparently his brother is a Kappa or something. I don't he know. He should have been the one. Somebody should've, he should have been the first I one. Got, I had a lot of questions. I was like, <laughs> first of all, did you go buy this sweatshirt, Boosie? And if you went and bought it, did were you buying it as a gift for somebody? Did somebody, didn't nobody who you bought it from? He Be stole like, it
0: out of his brother's closet.
1: You can't wear that. Or mm-hmm. maybe he has a stylist. If your stylist brought this to you, you gotta fire your stylist immediately, <laughs> immediately. If your stylist brought you a cap or sweatshirt to wear, I don't know who chose it, but somebody, somebody around you, gotta be like, no, nah, and um, nah, you can't. I don't think you could do that. I don't think that's how it works. But
0: now he's he's holding the hostage. He was like, "I'm gonna wear it unless."
1: I think he's the deci- last time I checked. He decided he wasn't actually gonna continue to wear it, and he actually created a contest. He's having uh, whoever can come up with the best, I guess, little step stroll so to he can wipe you. me down. <laughs> he will be giving them, he's giving away $6,000 to, to the best cappers who can do a stroll to uh, wipe me down. And so, then he's going
0: to do it at his show. But
1: <laughs> also to my um, fellow members of Greek Letter Organization, this also, I don't know where Boosie got his, but that also reminds me, Stop! don't take your stuff to uh, Goodwill Uh, Salvation Army when you don't want it anymore because next thing you know some person on the street is wearing your letters we've all seen them photos circulating around the internet like it's a a homeless man with an AKA sweatshirt on like bro come on I don't know how you gonna dispose of it maybe you pass it on to somebody Uh, but you can't just up and take your stuff to like Goodwill Salvation Army, thrift stores you can't do that but
0: Mine are currently in my closet.
1: It is very. That was hilarious.
0: <laughs> All right, reviews. We have Jack Boys, Travis Scott, and Jesus Is Born by the Sunday Service
1: Alright. Um, you want to go first? I
0: listened to the Travis Scott, the Jack Boys, whoever it is, everybody on this thing.
1: There's was like seven songs with. You know. What, like, you
0: know. I love a good short to the point.
1: But they tried to fit like. 50 people it
0: was a lot of people.
1: Um seven songs.
0: It was a lot of people. I still enjoyed this for the for the ratchetness, for the party good times, for the I'm riding out on Saturday night type deal.
1: It wasn't bad. I just it's that music I gotta be on the right drugs to be to get into. Like I gotta be We do not conduct not, drugs. I mean
0: <laughs> we are not doing the drugs.
1: Not literally. But you but know what it, I mean. It you got to like be in the right music, mindset. Too. Yeah, it's, it's it's that drug music. It's that it's that club music. You don't just listen. You don't just wake up to that. <laughs> going to your nine to five. I bite. I don't. You know. don't just. You ain't gonna listen to that on a Sunday morning. That's a Friday night, Saturday night.
0: Just party, party, good
1: time. Before we call the Uber music, hey. that's what you are gonna be listening to is Travis Scott jack boys
0: so if you're into that pick this up if you're you into give doing
1: if you're into doing drugs
0: all right <laughs> then jesus is born we're like on the other end of the spectrum now jesus is born by the sunday service choir this is after kanye you, west choir
1: i don't think it's his choir they were around but they're before. now
0: i mean now they are associated with yes. him now
1: so after you do your drugs on saturday night you want to oh wake gosh. up and get some uh, jesus. jesus in you Because that's what you're going to need after you listen to that Jack Boys. Now, you got your Sunday service choir. Um, Like we said earlier, I think both of us named this easily one of our uh, favorite favorite albums of 2019, and it snuck in right there at the end. I think it came out on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it's called Jesus is Born. Fitting. It came out on Christmas. Uh, Jesus is Born. Uh, What did you think about the Jesus is Born? It
0: has, it's got a raw, Like, the recording itself is, like, a raw feel. It's not a whole lot of instrumentality, necessarily.
1: A lot of acapella and then just some drums.
0: Right. Like, and you don't need a whole lot. You know, they do so much with just their singing, their vocals, the hand claps. It's got a little bit of the old, like, church songs, a little bit of that. But it has these new and the remixes. We talked about seeing Sunday service choir perform at Joel Osteen's church. They had it on YouTube. And we were talking about how good they were. It's it's the same thing. You get all of that in the condensed form, like on the album. And it's just so good. It has everything for that for people who are into the old school church and people who want something a little more current. Bruh, let me tell you, it moves you. It moves you and gets you hype. Okay, the remix they did for Father Stretch My Hands, um, for Follow Me and the way they blend stuff. If you're familiar with Kanye West albums, then I mean, if you're familiar with secular music, this is going to be your your jam. You're going to appreciate the remix here, like the spin on it. Um, So, I mean, A plus work.
1: Yeah. Great album. Uh, It's a good mix, like you said, of traditional gospel songs, but made modern. Also taking modern R&B and rap songs and turning them into gospel songs. So some people feel a certain type of way about that, but I'm a fan of it. Also, uh, somebody said this. For those of us who, like around my age or maybe a little younger, a little older, but around my age, who grew up in the church, right? It's very like a 90s. Uh, gospel album, kind of that Kurt Franklin kind of feel mm-hmm. almost to it. So um, I'm definitely a, a big fan of the way they, you know, remix the songs. And it there's there's no Kanye West really to be found on there at all, except for the remix that they do to some of his songs. They didn't let him say anything. i say, but on it's there. none of his vocals or not, anything like not that. Not vote. I don't know if he produced them, playing instruments or whatever he's doing on there. He's definitely not singing or rapping on this album. He ain't even speaking. This is the like when Kanye came out with his album, which was Jesus is King. It was okay, not not the, his best work. This was the album. Those of us who have been following and you know kind of observing over the last you know year or so, these Sunday service uh, pop-ups. pop-ups he was doing, we wanted the choir. Mm-hmm. That The choir was the star. And now this gives us the album we really wanted anyway. So, you know, nothing against Kanye. But this, Jesus is Born, is the album that I would to hear. So, again, one of my favorites of 2019. If you haven't heard it yet, make sure you go listen to Jesus is Born. All right. Jumping into motivation. Okay, so my motivation this week, I had a lot of motivation. I've been really... I've been, yeah. I've been on, I, I'm just about to say for me, like I've been trying to maintain this motivation for 2020. And I'm going to try to keep it going all year long into twenty twenty one. 2021. Uh, so I had a difficult time kind of narrowing down the message that I wanted to use for my motivation today. Uh, but I, so I decided to use the, the, message i guess that kind of came to me this morning i was actually scrolling on facebook and i found this steve harvey video where he was at, was talking to one of his audience members asking him a question about um you know how does how do you stay motivated when you are you know going through i guess the person had been laid off he was still trying to find a job he was overqualified for some positions and then not qualified enough for some others so um the message was basically that your, your gift makes room for you. A lot of us are trying to fit into places that, you know, we don't necessarily we're not really supposed to be. And it's because, again, it's a, lot, it's a fear, a fear of failure, fear that, you know, um, you know what you're supposed to do, but you're afraid that it may not work. So a lot of us continue to try to pursue things. You've been working in call centers for years, so you continue to try to get a call center job. You've been doing sales for years, so you continue to try to find a sales job. And you continue to move from position to position, and it just doesn't work. There's always something that's just not right because that's not where you're supposed to be. But you really have a, another gift that, you're, that you do, that you're really passionate about, but you're afraid to take a chance and make that you know, your thing. And again, I would rather make, you know, 45 to $50,000 a year doing something I love than make 60 to 70 and be miserable, right? So, and again, a lot of times if you really, you know, pursue that gift, you it actually like again, it'll make room for you. It's going to provide. So, my message this week is, you know, what is your gift? Your gift will once you find your gift, once you find out what it is, Go all in. It's gonna make room for you. You may. I'm not advocating people to just up and quit your your nine to five right away. You got to be able to plan. I've learned the hard way. You can't just up and quit jobs. We both learned that you can't just up and quit jobs. But when you find out what your true gift is, trust that it is going to make room for you. There's a reason why it doesn't. It doesn't work out. There's a reason why you don't feel comfortable. You know, doing the things that you're doing is because you're not supposed to be there. Quit trying to force yourself into that place that you're not supposed to be and go and uh, pursue your gift. Also, last thing I if you saw my announcement on Facebook, I am offering free, free coaching. I am getting into my my path, my gift that I feel like I have of being a coach Um, I am offering free coaching. I am in the process of responding back to you. I appreciate all of you who responded. The, the, the feedback was was great. So I, I didn't know how many people would be interested. I want to do at least 20 people. I may end up having more, uh, but I appreciate it. I'm in the process right now of responding back to people. But if you are interested in receiving free coaching, that could be life coaching, business coaching, sales coaching, Whatever type of coaching you are interested in, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Let's see if we could be a good fit for one another. And I am offering you at this moment, get in before the price go up, free coaching, free coaching. We don't have to meet every day. We don't have to meet every week. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out what that looks like. But if you are interested, I am offering the opportunity for a free coach. If you are willing to give me a chance and grow with me as I grow as a coach, I am offering you free service. So hit me up if you are interested.
0: All right.
1: Now (laughs) it's time for our mental health moment with Mrs. Whip.
0: Greetings, everyone. I'm calling the audible.
1: Calling the audible? Yeah. You've been calling a lot of audibles.
0: Woo. Um, I put taking responsibility for your healing, which is something I posted about on my mindful living page earlier this week. And it was a series of videos. they were all like one minute each. But I said, being responsible for your healing and not hanging that on somebody else. Because people talk about wanting closure and needing closure around an issue or situation. And they're like, if only that person would apologize to me. If only they would admit they were wrong. That they screwed me over. That they abused me. That blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but they're not. A lot of times they're not, either because you can't talk to that person because they're harmful to you um, or because that person is still in that place of being abusive, negative, whatever, and they're just not going to own up to it. So what happens if you are hanging your healing, your ability to move forward on somebody who's just never going to give you that satisfaction, then you're not going to heal. You're hanging it on them. You're waiting for them. But clearly they're not going to change. So the work starts with you. You have to heal that within yourself. And you have to know for yourself whatever happened between you and this person or with you and that person probably had a lot more to do with them than it does with you as a person. So get thee to a therapist and work through that shit. Um my audible that I called was about codependency and this is probably going to be a thing I talk about more than once um because I see it so often now codependency occurs in relationships a lot um you're around somebody we've been together it'll be 18 years this year there's some codependent (laughs) there's some codependent tendencies (laughs) and that's just being honest um you tend to rely on this person to do certain things or act in certain ways. Like it's, it's just, you feed off of each other, which can be positive or it can be negative. Like, let's be honest. Um, But the big thing about codependency is not being responsible for other people's stuff. So when I was talking about hanging your healing on somebody else, that also refers to your relationship. Like I can't heal your problems for you. Whatever your hangups and shortcomings are, Mr. Webb, like I have my hangups and shortcomings and my flaws, you can't fix them for me.
1: Everybody's responsible for themselves,
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But what happens a lot of times in relationships is I try to fix you. I try to help you fix it because by fixing you it's gonna fix me somehow. <laughs> it makes it makes this whole operation better. That may be true, but that's also not your job you're their partner, not their therapist, not, not anybody else. Like you can't be all of these other roles to that person. You can't be their parent and their partner and their uh, pastor. And you can't fulfill all of those roles, nor should you. But we get caught up in these codependent ass patterns of, I need you to function in this way so that I can function. And that is, can get extremely unhealthy. And I put it this way to a few clients because they would have harmful patterns with their partners. And it got to the point where I was like, one of you has to be sick for the other to be well. And that's unhealthy, extremely unhealthy. I need you to be malfunctioning in some kind of way so that I can reach my full potential and do all the things I need to do. That's messed up. That's the way I'm going to put it. I ain't going to say the F word, but it's messed up. Um, So these are the things you need to look at, things to examine a little more closely is how you're operating in your relationship and if you're falling into these codependent patterns. I'm going to leave y'all on this note. Um, Frequent codependent pattern is people with low self-esteem and narcissists. So I'm going to leave that there. It's not always people with low self-esteem but um the narcissistic pattern of interactions is real and I see it a lot with narcissistic men and women. Um I'll see a lot of women coming in and the dude just kind of like builds you up and boosts you up so he can get whatever he wants to get and then you don't get the response the responses to your texts as much. Um he doesn't want you to come over anymore. And he kind of fades a little bit. And then when he slides back in, you're so thankful for the attention. Like you're like, oh, yes, yes, we're here. We're working and da, 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 da. And it's not real. It's just to fulfill whatever need he has at that time. And sometimes the need isn't even always sexual. Sometimes the need is just, I need to feel good about myself. And this is the only way I know to get my needs met. Good stuff. y'all with all of it, 2020.
1: Heavy stuff. All right, but uh, one thing you said, just g- reminder, get thee to a therapist. Coach and therapist are not the same. No. Just to make sure y'all understand that. No. What I do and what she does is not the same. Mm-mm. All right? Uh, a lot of people who may need a therapist, seek the therapist. Or I can refer you to the therapist. Mm-hmm. I am not the therapist. I, I'm more than happy to be there for anybody if you just need... Um, you know, as a friend, but to try to help you through a healing process, you may need a therapist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna help you. I'm I'm hold you accountable. I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna motivate you. Mm-hmm. But that may not necessarily heal you from what those things that have happened to you. Right. So you might want to see the therapist with.
0: I do all the processing work. <laughs> We, we kick up dust. Let's dig up all these yeah, uh, locked away I, things in your mind.
1: I don't need to know all that shit. <laughs> um,
0: roses, real quick. Let's go. Wrap it up with these roses. We're we bringing it to an end. for Cynthia Aravo. I'm hoping I'm saying her last name correctly. Her whole name is much longer than that.
1: Tell much them how they know who that. it is. They may not know that name.
0: She starred in Harriet. If you saw the movie Harriet... Um, She also, I believe she starred in, at one point, The Color Purple on Broadway, I want to say. Actress, singer, songwriter. She's British. She's black. She's beautiful. She's also on the verge of being an EGOT. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has an Emmy. She has a Grammy. She has a Tony. And she's up for an Oscar this year. That's what's up. And if she wins, I believe she will be the youngest to become an EGOT. So, oh, also she stepped down from performing at the BAFTA awards. I don't know if you heard about the BAFTA awards, No, but it was, there were no nominees of color as I understand. Um, And you know, in this day and time, people are like, hey, hey, there are talented filmmakers of all races. Come on now, like it's 2020. Um, And she stepped down from performing because she was like, I'm nobody's monkey. You parade. <laughs> she's just like, you gonna parade me out here as the oh, this is our concession for not nominating all these other. Look, look who we have. And she's like, I ain't, I ain't doing that. I'm not here for that. So Cynthia Erivo, if y'all don't know her, E-R-I-V-O, check her out. Very, very talented. Um, and hopefully an EGOT. Yeah.
1: woo Hopefully. Good luck to her. Um, only other person I know that has an egot is John Legend. That's it.
0: Um, I think is Whoopi an egot? I
1: don't know. Maybe. I
0: I feel like she was part of a skit or something where she had like a egot necklace or something from like the Color Purple days.
1: Maybe. Look it up. Google it. I don't know
0: who all has egots.
1: All right, man. So. Thank you. That brings us to the end of this episode. Woo! We appreciate you again. Just a reminder, make sure you follow us on all our social media. Uh, Where are the webs? On Instagram and Facebook. Marksweb1984 Psyching so Out Loud Mind for Living Counseling. Don't forget, Yoga and Mimosas event coming up January 18th. Come out, get you some yoga on, then you're going to get you a choice of some chicken and waffles, some shrimp and grits, get you a mimosa. Start your Saturday off right Also, uh, be on the lookout in February for the couples yoga event, Um, $50 a couple. The January 18th yoga event is $35 a person, individual. And then in February, it's $50 per couple for the yoga and brunch event for couples. Right before before Valentine's Day, come get stretched out before you get stretched (laughs) out.
0: (laughs) And I just looked it up. Whoopi Goldberg is, in fact, an EGOT.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Shout out to Whoopi. Um, anything else?
0: You know, come follow us, man. Follow us on all our stuff. Email us, all that stuff.
1: 2020 Vision. We focused. Boom. We, we coming.
0: Coming to life. Shit.
1: This 2020 might be the year. I ain't even gonna say might. 2020, we're gonna declare it. 2020 is the year we go independent. Woo! We going, our gifts will make room for us in 2020. That's right. I'm predicting it. Not just the podcast. Everything else we have and things we do, we'll be able to live off of and support ourselves on our gifts in 2020. I'm calling it for us and for anybody listening. If you want it, we can go get it. All right? 2020 is the year we live off our gifts. That's
0: right. All right. See y'all next week.
1: We out.